Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, welcome to episode three of this podcast. And it's slowly growing. I've noticed that. It's, it's kind of cool. <coughs> oh, sorry about that. I've noticed one thing about like when podcast people are doing their podcasting and they cough and stuff like right into the mic and it's like super loud or like when they're eating something mm-hmm. like I promise to never do that again. Or not that I've ever did that on the show. I'm just saying I probably would never do it. <coughs> oh man. So yeah, it's today's kind of cool. Like um I there's a few things I wanted to talk about. I couldn't be on social media that much yesterday and stuff. It's just it's super hard for me as a logical libertarian conservative constitutionalist whatever you want to label it i've also been called i'll get into the story about how it got crazy with some people like a couple years ago it's like you the level of stupidity is like increasing but um i'll get to that but i wanted to get to a few things um especially about the media and i'll get into like how i got into film why I wanted to get in film and how I actually got out of film. Not saying I'm all the way out, but it's I'm out in the sense of like what's going on and stuff that I caught on to it. And I was like, I'm out. See you guys. And so I got into film because of George Lucas doing Star Wars. I grew up loving Star Wars. It's one of my favorite, the original ones, not so much the new ones. Those are pure trash. And, and I'll get into that to a, Probably later on in maybe this episode or the next episode. Who knows? We'll see. Um, and I, I mean, I'm, I'm originally from Florida, moved to Nebraska. So I'm, I would say I'm a Southern boy and I wanted to get into film because I wanted to tell stories. I love telling stories. I love the aspect of all that and stuff and got to be introduced to a lot of I would say important filmmakers. Like I met Ben Burr and if anyone doesn't know who that is, he's he's the guy who created the sounds for Star Wars. And I wanted to be a sound editor and sound mixer because I felt like that is like the essential of creating something from nothing. And I then I got into editing and I wanted to do I wanted to tell stories that would make people think. Like provocative things not like really bad controversial a little bit of controversial but not like like the terrible side of provocative but just enough to make provocative in the sense of like makes people think and i moved to la went to film school this is before youtube had all the film like um teachings and stuff on there like what they do now so i pretty much essentially my parents helped pay for my college and I thank them for that and stuff. And, and I learned a lot, but I realized like, man, they wasted a lot of money for film stuff. And I realized I could learn all this from YouTube easily and probably not so much anymore, which is how that is. And then after film school, I started doing, working on a lot of independent projects and, that was where my passion was, was doing independent stuff because it was very much like us in control of it, not the studios. <clears throat> and then I was working on one project and it just, it dawned on me that it's like, this is going nowhere. Like I'm doing a lot of wedding. I started doing a lot of weddings and I realized a lot of my friends who were, didn't have the college background 
were getting a lot of it of the gigs that I wanted. And I just it just dawned on me, I was like, this this isn't my thing yet. And so I, I dropped that and I still stuck with doing like restaurants and the typical like you know the stereotypical like actors and actresses that work at um restaurants and stuff. That was me in a sense. Like I was working at a lot of like random places and and I started learning, I was like, you know what, I wanna I wanna do something that I'm very passionate about. And I I was like, I'll start a YouTube channel where I talk about movies. That that got attacked real quick. And it started I, the reason why I left the film industry was because of how the media portrays things. And I learned me as someone who's a conservative libertarian, it's it's hard for me to get out there get my voice out there, get my work out there because it goes against what their narrative is. And and you could see it a lot this year. Like this is like I do, they're not even hiding it anymore with this year. With the whole coronavirus slash flu, whatever you want to call it, Kung flu, Chinese virus, whatever. Like when people that's one thing when people are like, oh that's racist for calling it Chinese flu. It came from China. It like you you name something where it came from and which isn't racist at all it's just you're just clarifying this is where it came from we're naming it this and it was a lot of like i could tell a lot of people were bagging on like blaming almost the president for all this and you can blame the president all you want but there's a certain point where i think like Blame him for blame him or her, whoever is the president, for what they did specifically, not for something that wasn't their fault. And a lot of people, especially in the media, were blaming him and attacking him for things in states. And <clears throat> and I had to look this up to double check and stuff. And I knew I was right, but I just wanted to double check and clear myself. The states it works differently. The states do their own thing. With how they're doing this. And then the president has to do. Oversee it. Overseeing in a sense where. um He's not. He doesn't have full control of the states. Because those are governed by different people. And. This whole like. Misleading and just. How the media is treating this virus. It's. It shows that there's no. There's a lack of discipline. It's very much, and I'm I'm not saying this is all just on the left side. This is on the right side. It's it goes both ways on this. It's no one is doing anything right. It's going crazy, and then you get to what happened this weekend and past few weeks with the George Floyd thing. The media instantly goes after it and stuff, <clears throat> and makes it this divide. I get it. The whole situation is ugly, disgusting. <sighs> And you see CNN's supporting the riots pretty much. And it is, it's it's heartbreaking to see the career choice that you wanted. You grew up and you were like, I want to be in media. I want to I work in the media. I want to work in film. And you see how it just, just goes in a whole different direction. You're like, that's not what it is. Like even sitting in meetings and film meetings and like talking about how we're going to do this. Like we, we change it. And I'm like, that's... That defeats the whole purpose. Like film is supposed to tell a story, not push this 
one-sided thing. And then you get into today where they had the SpaceX. It's like it's completely switching, hypocritically switching things. It's like we go from coronavirus, like just not giving the right information out, making it be like, oh, he said use this drug, like let's bash him. Like I can say this freely, like the president could any like the president could come out today and say, hey, way to go, SpaceX. We found a cure for cancer. And he would get bashed and bombarded because of that. There's no positive outlet on that. And so then you get to the SpaceX. Everyone's like, yay, America. It's like one time, one for one split second, you were against all this stuff in America. And now you're for America. I can't, you can't go back and forth. It's, it's asinine. It's moronic. It's stupid. And it's, I don't, I don't think I'll ever, I mean, this is somewhat of a media outlet I'm on doing this podcast and stuff. But to me, the podcast is more of a free, it allows me to speak my opinions and be able to get people on the show and talk about their interests and stuff and just make it a very civil thing. That's what I like. I could, I could sit down and talk to liberals all day. And be civil and be respectful. But there's a certain group of people that it's really hard for me to because of my values and my morals as a Christian is they take it in a way where it's a negative thing. It's like, you know what? Everyone's done terrible things. Everyone's done bad things. We're all human. We're flawed. Like that's it's it's been like that from the beginning and there's no. I don't think there's really no fixing it. I know the solutions for it, but I'm never going to be preachy. That's the one thing I always tell some of my friends is like when they like, oh, you're a Christian. Like, what's that like? I'm like, it's a relationship. That's pretty much what it is. And and I always tell them, I was like, look, I'm never going to be preachy to you. I'm never going to I'm never going to push my agenda on you unless you ask like, hey, I want to hear your opinions on these things. Then I will. And I come off a little dickish sometimes, and I'll be admit, admit to that. And that's one thing when people are like, oh, you're such a dick. I'm like, well, I am. And it's like they can't – they're like, well, there's that. And they can't, like, come back and be like, oh, like, defend their their stance on it because I've just, like, admitted and stuff. And it's – and I'm trying to, like, back off that, the trollish type thing and stuff. Like, just be more – as I get older, be more civil with people and stuff and be more understanding. I want to be more understanding with people. That's why I created this podcast is so I can be more understanding with people with different opinions. And I think that with having, and I'm talking to some people and I'm getting waves of people that want to be guests on the show, is I want to actually get people with different opinions on this show so you get to see a better side of it and be like an understanding of like oh that's what that's like and so with this whole like how the media just plays things and i'm not talking about the fake news or cnn or any of that stuff i'm talking about both sides of the the medium media is that it's i understand it's a business and you're trying to get people to pay attention to what you're saying but at least come at it with like I remember growing up the news was about journalism was about giving the news and giving facts and it's like we don't care anymore now 
And it's like we're so numb to the idea that like, hey, we're going to um, tell this without even getting the facts of it. I'm a person who likes to do research and find the facts before I spout. And sometimes I'll, I'll slip up and I'll be like, yeah, da, da, da. And then it's like comes out like, oh, I have to backtrack a little bit. And so that's the problem that I have with it of all that stuff. But no, it's um, <clears throat> on a lighter note, I did see the SpaceX sucker go up. And I was like, yeah, that's Elon Musk saying, screw you guys. I'm going to pr- do a privatized space expedition. And it worked. It was cool. I, I digged it. And it was successful. And I think that's one thing. Like, we don't see that anymore. We, we as mankind, human race, like, we don't do that anymore. Like, where is the the imagine, sense of imagination of doing something like sending people up to space? And I know there's some people like the flat earthers and the moon landing conspiracy people. They're like, oh, no. It's like the fact that we can actually send people up in space is like so awesome. That's like, who would have thought that? And I, it, I would love to see us as mankind be able to do more of that be more adventurous be able to actually do things like i mean i may not agree with a lot of what elon musk does i mean it's or his beliefs and stuff but what he does with like building electric cars building um batteries for houses like doing all these things spacex like doing all these things that advances us is so cool and we need more of that And I think if we hone in on that and just not make it so much about race or anything, like at least we've, we're solving some things like it's, everyone has different talents. Let's use those. And it it becomes hard because everyone's so focused on how can we divide people? Dividing doesn't help or solve anything. And it's we're seeing that now with all the riots and stuff that doesn't help anything. And I talked about that in my last podcast. It solves zero. And I'm seeing people on um, <clears throat> Facebook and Instagram and everything like talking about how like MLK was all for writing. No, he wasn't. Like, don't take one line out of what he says and be like, this is what he means. No, I guarantee you MLK be like, this is not what we thought of. And I guarantee you the forefathers, if they were here, they'll be like, you guys are a bunch of idiots. Like, yeah, George Washington would kick everyone's butt. I would pay to see that. In fact, I would film it and be like, look, it, he doesn't agree. And yeah, it's just, it's me doing media. It's, it's hard for me to think of myself getting back into doing film, even though I would love to do it. And I have ideas of film ideas I would like to do. But it's really hard for me to because it's difficult for me in my values to fit into that narrative because it's such a one-sided thing with like how film is being made and like all these things. It's like you're literally ruining what film used to be. It's not – it should not be this one-sided thing being pushed. And it's like, man, that's not cool. Like – if someone has different opinions, let them make something, but don't like almost shadow ban them or just 
like blackball them in the I think I used that in the right term who knows but make it impossible for them to get anywhere and I think if we stop doing that we'd get cool films I am I'll be honest I am glad that Hollywood is kind of crumbling down I just I'm kind of glad about that and then I'm glad that we're doing more independent stuff I think that's cool I think if we did more independent things and all them fancy dancy things <clears throat> and I still keep up with all the film stuff and keep up to date on things I just feel like if I got in I'm like man I'm I'm outdated <laughs> it's only been like 10 years man seems like a long time um yeah so I'm still yeah I guess that's one thing I wanted to talk about it's just kind of like get you guys like give you my perspective on the media and like why I how I went from that to like doing this podcast on my free time because there's not much going on I did think okay so I did at the coffee shop that I'm at I did set up like reopening and I had it all set up boom we're good to go let's open this bad boy up let's get people in and then my boss was like we're not reopening I was like son of a gun so there's that I even took a picture I was ready I was like I'm gonna promote the crap out of this like let's send them all in waves but um oh yeah so here's a really funny thing well to me it's funny because it shows how crazy the progressive has gone so at the coffee shop not many people know where i stand on things and if i did we would lose business that's the sad thing about that is i have a tactical hat that has patches that you can take off and put on different patches and i got and i'm on social media i'm always i it's not so much but i used to was was called nazi white supremacist just because i'm bald and white and voted for trump that's that's how it was on social media and i i got a kick out of it because i was like you guys don't do you guys know that nazi especially coming from like socialist fans i'm like you do know that nazis were a socialist party so you calling me a nazi kind of defeats the whole purpose of everything and and trying to i never really did explain that to them because it's just they never they couldn't they couldn't grasp it they're like no and so there was a lady when i was taking the trash out one time at work and it was closing time and she's like how dare you? And I was like, how dare I what? <clears throat> and and I was like, what are you talking about? And she's like, you're one of those. And I was like, one of who? And she was telling me, she's like, oh, you're a white supremacist Nazi. And I was like, what makes you think that? And this is where labeling becomes bad. I never, I try not to label anyone in certain categories the best I can. Sometimes it slips up, sometimes... I tried my best not to. Anyways, she called me a Nazi because I had an American flag. And I was like, well, why Why would you assume me wearing an American flag patch on my hat assumed to be Nazi? She goes, because it associates with Trump. <clears throat> this is the first moment I realized that TDS was a real thing. And I told her, shut up and leave me alone. Because I was like, why are you calling me a Nazi? And she was being very, very aggressive to me. Like, her her body language was saying, I want to hit you. And 
And I was just like, you know what? Walk. Just leave. Like, just shut up and leave. Like, I don't, like, you can't, you can't associate an American flag to Nazism. You just can't. It's two separate things. And then while she was like, she's like, whatever. And she like starts walking away. I was like, I was like, you do know that we stopped kind of World War II. We kind of helped stop it. Yeah. Because we didn't like Nazis. And so it's, and it's crazy. Like it's the fact that people can assume the labeling of it. And I wanted to talk about this in my stand-up, and like, and I realized like, man, I can't like if I do a joke on this, like it has to be good. It has to send a message. And I realized like there's nothing funny about it, really. There's nothing funny about someone calling someone else a Nazi or even when they call like Ben Shapiro, who's like the most Jewish person, a Nazi. It's like you're calling them that because you don't like the person in office. And I guarantee you, if you ask that person who doesn't like the person in office, why, why do you hate him? They're never going to, they won't come up with an answer. They'll, they'll say everything what the media says. And that's another thing about the media is they, they can, they, and it's both the left and right. It's not one-sided. It's very much on both sides. They'll push this narrative to make you believe that this person is who they are. And it's not true. There's, it's, it's not true. And I guarantee you, if the left actually, the progressive left stopped trashing Trump for like a day and actually was like talking about some of the things he's done this good, like you would, you would see less people trashing him and stuff. And I'm not, the thing about me and Trump is, yes, I voted for him. Yes, I support him. And it's not because he's a conservative. Technically, he's not even a full-blown conservative. He's, he's more of a New York style liberal, in my opinion. But he's leaning more towards conservative, I think, as the months go by, is that if, with me and Trump, it's, I don't agree with him as a, his, like, values as a person, like, how he talks, and sometimes it's a little harsh, but I think him being blunt, and I told this to some friends, that, like, you know what, one day we're going to get a president that's going to be blunt, and everyone's going to hate him. And then they're like, no, we're never going to have that. Guess what? I give you an exhibit A. Trump is the type of person that is, he's not a kiss ass. He's not, he's not going to bend over backwards and kiss your ass because, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to offend you. I want to do, I want to be nice and stuff. No, it's, if he sees, you know what, we need to get this done, he's going to do it and it. He's gonna do it in a way that is not gonna please everybody. I don't think I don't think a president needs to please everybody. That's not his job. His job is to do his job as a president is to protect this country, be by his side, be everything he can or she whenever we get a female president, which I do think we will, is serve this country, serve us. He works for us. We don't work the whole government, like we the government works for us. We pay them to do their job. And we've totally botched that. And yes, I'm against big big government. Love small government. I think it's glorious. Um, and some people are thinking, I don't like this podcast anymore. Okay, that's your opinion. I can guarantee you people are going to listen to this and like, oh my gosh, he's a Trump supporter. Oh, 
he's not funny, he's he's terrible, I don't like his point of views anymore. That's another thing. Like you can be as like good with words or not good with words and like speak your opinions on things and people agree with you. But once they find out oh you're a Trump supporter, like bam, instantly you get bombarded. It's like I don't agree with anything you say now. It's like if I said I was a Bernie Sanders supporter, you would be all for me, right? And then be like you can see in their eyes, they're like, Oh, he caught us. It's like you get in your hand cut in the cookie jar. Which is, I actually have a funny bit about Bill Gates, or not about um, Bill Clinton with his hands in the cookie jar. I've been working on a bit about that. And then, um, <clears throat> so whenever I mention cookie jar, I always think of Bill Gates like, ooh, he got his hand in cookie jar. Ooh, you shouldn't have done that. Um, this might be the longest episode so far. I'm looking at the clock. Ooh, cool. Um, yeah, I think that's all I pretty much wanted to talk about. Um, I think in the next week or so I'm going to have our guest on and we're just going to talk about their interests and stuff like is once the second episode got up a lot of people were like we want to be on the show I was like cool let's let's do it so yeah I'm going to I'm going to be talking to some more people to see if they can be on the show um if you're still a part of this and you and you when I get to the fourth episode and you're still watching it, awesome. That means that you do not care about my being a Trump supporter, being a libertarian. You just like to hear me talk about random things and talk about having guests on and stuff. Like You just want to hear a different side of things. That's awesome. I respect you and applaud you guys. My hat's off to you. And... Um, yeah, hopefully when sports comes up, we'll talk a lot about sports and talk a lot about whatever. I cannot wait to talk about sports. Oh my gosh. Here's one thing I'll get before the show ends is I'm a huge Boston fan, like just massive. Um, been a Boston fan, sports fan since the late nineties. So when everyone finds out, oh, you're a Patriots fan, you're a Tom Brady fan. Like, man, I was a Drew Bledsoe fan. Like, let's be real here. Once I mentioned that, they're like, okay, cool. And when Tom Brady left, which I think he's a national treasure to the Boston city. And when he left, everyone, like my stepdad, and everyone's like, oh, so you're going to be a Tampa Bay fan? I was like, heck no, dude. Like, he's on the opposite side. Let's Patriots are going to destroy him. Um, so it's, it's always interesting to see, like, those conversations. Once you, like, mention, like, yeah, you're a Patriots fan, everyone's like, oh, my goodness. Like, out the window of logic. Like, all they always mention all the cheating stuff. I realized I could be a good defense lawyer in sports, really good. So whenever one someone brings up Deflake, I'm like, do you guys know what ideal gas law is? I always bring that up, and they're like, well, that's not true. I was like, well, cold weather changes that opinion. So it's always interesting, fun conversations to talk about sports. Like I will like trash talk anyone almost on sports. If you're like. If you're a Warriors or Lakers fan, I will go after you. It's, so it's always fun. I may even get a Yankees fan on the show. That would be hilarious. Just talking about that. Just bashing it. I'll be like, you guys haven't done anything for a decade. How's that feel? The tables have turned. But, um, yeah, once um, I think they're going to try to get playoffs going up soon and for NBA. And so, yeah, once sports comes up, oh, man, it's going to be fun. More episodes of that, those are going to be fun. I think people are going to relate to that. 
So yeah, well you guys have a good weekend, and thanks for tuning in on Coffee with Steve. Um, I may even do episodes about coffee. I think I will. That's a good idea. But anyways, you guys have a great weekend, and I'll see you guys later. Bye.